luxury. Crows. Welcome to Knickknack News. I'm Anthony. And I'm Alex. Our first segment today is a random local news story. And guess what? It's about a bear. Yes. <laughs> Get excited. I am excited. I'm not going to tell you the headline. Okay. Because it'll spoil the story. All right. So. Mark Hugh was relaxing with a margarita in his backyard in Altadena, California, when he heard twigs snapping and leaves rustling. At first, he brushed it off as the sounds of his neighbor, but the noise grew louder. It was a bear. (laughs) (laughs) After first spotting the bear, Hugh retreated inside, only to later find the furry intruder bobbling away in the jacuzzi, enjoying himself. (laughs) Hugh recorded a video of the bear hanging out in his unheated hot tub with the jets on. (laughs) He believed the bear thought the jets resembled the currents of a stream. (laughs) The bear's dip only lasted a few minutes before it emerged and lumbered around the yard. Then it walked over to his margarita and drank it. (laughs) Me and this bear have Um, so much in common. (laughs) (laughs) About an hour later, he saw the same bear sleeping in a tree. (laughs) (laughs) his quote is so he had his margarita he had his jacuzzi and now he's ready for an hour nap um wow that was best pretty much the whole story yeah was that but well i mean what else do you need you got bears you got margaritas this is great it's just great that's bears we've learned bears like ice cream yeah we've learned bears like margaritas Mm -hmm. what else do bears like i'm guessing ice cubes uh let's see what else is cold um frozen fish probably they like regular (laughs) regular fish fish. so i can only imagine (laughs) maybe they like like those frozen fish sticks you can get just imagine like you like bring like bear spray and a box of frozen fish sticks with you when you go camping (laughs) just to like ward off yeah why not i mean it seems like it seems like it would work yeah oh i mean all evidence points to it being the perfect the perfect way to to keep bears at bay I think so. I think yeah. it makes sense. Like, uh, but don't bring a blender because they hear that sound and they know you're making a margarita and they'll come running. Yeah. PSA from your friends at Knickknack News. <laughs> you probably shouldn't bring a margarita blender with you when you go camping. Yeah, generally, just probably don't prepare margaritas in areas that have that might have bears, which yeah. is apparently everywhere because we've already talked about bears in people's backyards and in their homes. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nowhere yeah. is safe. I think all of those stories happen in California, though, like mm. the backyard in home stories. Okay. So I don't know about like the Midwest, but right. we definitely have bears here we sometimes. Have, we too, have bears are... somewhere. Yeah. I've never seen them. I've heard stories. Yeah. I've also heard stories. Yeah. We... And seen videos. I really want to see one, but like safe. In a safe <laughs> situation. Yeah. Okay. But also not like a zoo because that's too safe. But I want to. <laughs> I want to see you it, want I want to see it like a, at, a, at a distance, pretty much. We're like you're on a surface and there's a ravine or something and the bear is on the other side. That would be perfect. Unless it can jump really far. I, I don't, don't think... No. I, I don't know bears jumping. They're abilities. strong. They can run. They can climb. But I don't think they can jump. Yeah. I've never heard that. I mean, they could get like a running leap probably across Ugh. that ravine. Ugh. But I mean, if it's like a, a wide enough ravine, I think I'd be okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's my that's my dream. It's on your bucket list. Yes, stand across a ravine <laughs> from a bear. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was a, 
That was excellent. Uh, the, ne- the next story that we have for you is in health news. And uh, this is reported by The Verge. Uh, a new study was published this week that shows that higher testosterone levels in men lead to a higher preference for luxury or status symbol goods. Huh. Um, so this was, this was a study performed by a variety of groups that all work together. Um, and to quote one of the uh, co-authors, in our closest animal kin, males spend a lot of time and energy fighting to establish dominance. Um, that was uh, Colin Kammerer, uh, one of the co-authors of the study. Um, and he says, we do too, but our weapons are what we wear, drive, and live in rather than claws, fists, and muscles. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently, testo- so testosterone has been linked to aggression before and also being preoccupied with status. Um, and previous studies have suggested a similar link. Um, but this one kind of confirmed those suspicions. Uh, they recruited 243 men, ages 18 to 55, half received a testosterone gel, which I, I guess that's probably like a, a like a, Topical thing? I don't know if it's topical or like a pill gel. Oh, a a gel pill. Yeah. That makes sense. But the other half received a placebo. So they asked everyone if they preferred, like, some of these studies question their validity just on how simple they are, but they literally just, like, asked people if they prefer a fancy brand or a a decent brand that isn't considered, like, luxury. Um, The example they gave was Armani as the luxury and North Face as the non-luxury. So sorry, North Face. (laughs) (laughs) This episode not brought to you by North Face. Um, But the volunteers that had taken the testosterone gel were statistically significantly more likely to prefer the fancy brand. Um, Whoa. So, sure. Um, But they had a a second part of the study where the volunteers then saw three different ads for the exact same kind of product. Um, where one ad emphasized that the watch was a high quality, like well, or in this example, it was a watch, um, like a high quality, well built watch. Uh, one focused on it being powerful, like a lot of big features, and the other just emphasized that it was a luxury product, like just the fact that it was a status symbol. And uh, they had the the men rank rank each ad um, from one to ten, and those who received the extra testosterone cared more about the luxury ad. They thought that was the most, like that sold it to them the most. Whoa. So I guess that's a thing. Uh, um, wow. But uh, one, of the, one of the observations that The Verge made was that the study serves as a reminder that a lot of times we overlook, like, hormones and how they affect our overall decision-making and just general things like this, which I never really thought of before. I thought that was uh, kind of fascinating. That is fascinating. So, yeah, um, if, you, uh, if you, like, really... Huh testosterone heavy you just you're just gonna go for the bugatti i guess (laughs) (laughs) just start splurging and like (laughs) see this is the i don't think i know any i'm not i don't i'm not close friends with anyone that's like that i think so it's hard for me to be like oh yeah that person that i know totally does this (laughs) i know i I know i'm like naturally predisposed to not associate with people like that i think (laughs) I think I am too. So. Maybe I've just driven away from people I'm who have bit. high levels of testosterone. <laughs> like, uh, I'm just, nah, I'm good. I'm just, <laughs> okay, my next story is a species news. So the headline is, A small South Pacific island is home to a crow with remarkable abilities that have scientists hooked. That was a pun because okay. hooks have something to do with... I was, I was guessing. <laughs> you put a lot of emphasis on hooked, so I, I kind of assume, but I'm... Now I'm curious. 
this bird is from New Caledonia, which is an island off the coast of Australia. Mm-hmm. Just FYI. Okay. If you did not know that. Nope. Um, New Caledonian crows make and use tools, including a kind of fishing hook. They can solve complex problems and have even been recorded capturing grubs by repeatedly poking them with a stick until they're so agitated that they bite. So they're pretty highly intelligent. Okay. So uh, recently an experiment was done using a vending machine specifically designed for crows, um, and it revealed something about how intelligence evolves. Um, The vending experiment is the latest in an ongoing investigation into these birds' abilities. They are so remarkable that scientists have a special aviary in New Caledonia where they can keep wild birds for a few days and test their problem-solving prowess before releasing them back into the forest. So they did this test with vending machines. Um, It is actually a cleverly designed intelligence test. Uh, Dr. Sarah Gelbert from the University of Cambridge, who developed it, explained that to delve into the bird's cognitive abilities, she had to see them learning something new. So the idea was to create a task unlike anything the crows would find in nature. Mm -hmm. Um, And she said they'd obviously never find paper or card in the wild. So we developed this vending machine that they could drop small pieces of paper into it to release a treat which is like a little piece of meat from a little piece of paper dropped in there. Okay. The researchers provided each of eight different crows with a vending machine that would release the treat only when a particular size of paper was inserted into it. And then they tested whether they could remember which size worked and whether they would make the paper token themselves. And the birds just had to remember the size of the token that their particular vending machine required. So they weren't given like a template for it or anything like they just had to kind Uh of figure it out. Um, and Dr. Gelbert said that they found that all of the adult birds spontaneously made the right size piece of paper for their vending machine. Oh, wow. And figured out how to, like, operate it. It's so cool. That's crazy. <laughs> so they were, like, they just had a big piece of paper and they were ripping it into, like, small pieces to to put into the thing. Like, they were making the, yeah. the piece of paper themselves. That's so, really, that's, really cool. That's crazy. So at the conclusion of the article is basically, why does this matter? Um And it says, these birds are not only entertainingly inventive in their tool-making and problem-solving, they are also showing us how intelligence can evolve in different ways um, than how it evolved in humans. Uh Uh, With the crows, we see behaviors similar to human behaviors, even though they only have a beak and feet that they can manipulate things and make intricate tools, said Dr. Gelbert. Delving into these questions shows us that our way is not the only way. So basically, it's saying they have developed intelligence with different learning methods than what humans do. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's kind awesome. of what they're investigating. Yeah. Oh, wow. I thought that was so cool. Birds so smart. <laughs> I've heard that birds are smart, like different yeah. types of crows are no, really smart. I actually, I took a, a class in college about animals and creativity, which kind of looked at this kind of thing. Hmm. I actually, I actually read a couple of research papers about um, crows in particular because oh, really? they've been demonstrated to just be like, they have, higher intelligence than a lot of other animal species like mm-hmm. even a lot of mammals they're just they're just very quick and they're able to learn behaviors and things like that but i had not heard of the vending machines that's really neat and the fact that they were able to just figure it out like that's, yeah just that's like so no many problem. different that's like every like, single bird in the study just had no problem <laughs> figuring this out that's like problem solving <laughs> and like learning how a machine works i i don't know that's that's crazy. Yeah, because the part of the the whole point of this is that they're at this level of evolution where they're building tools. Yeah, they, they've like reached. I don't know. There's different stages of like intelligence evolution, I guess, and like they're at the level of 
building tools and through this type of experimentation they're proving that it's not just like oh some one of the birds happened to figure out a thing and now they all just know that thing and they can't really develop stuff for themselves no they actually have right. the ability to develop because it sounds like all themselves. all the birds were independently learning about these vending machines yes. and they all figured it out yes. which is that's that's neat because that, that means they're not like teaching each other or anything either they're right just, right they just have that inherent ability mm-hmm. animals man animals <laughs> they're taking over the world <laughs> <laughs> not as fast as what's robots. happening yeah <laughs> speaking of robots my next story is technology news Ooh. it's not about robots though. <laughs> um so a company called light that i've never heard of before is uh <laughs> working on a smartphone that has nine cameras in it what <laughs> Why? <laughs> yes. So this company Light has is their their claim to fame is that they came up with a camera that had sixteen lenses inside of it already that was like the shape of a smartphone and fit in your pocket. Okay. Um and it did not, I'll, there was more about that later in the article, but uh they're experimenting now with a phone that features between five and nine camera lenses on the back of it. Um, a lot of phones recently have adapted like the two, um, but they're taking it to the the next extreme. <laughs> <laughs> uh, according to the company, the uh, multi-lens array on its new prototype can shoot up to 64 megapixel shots, which uh, most cameras, I think, are m- closer to like the like 15 to 20 megapixel range. So. Okay. More is more is higher quality photos. More, more is more. More is more. Uh, <laughs> um, and it promises better low light performance and depth effects. So stuff like the portrait mode that a lot of cameras have, okay. it'll do that even better. Um, cool. So switching to this phone instead of the camera makes sense because apparently the the uh, camera itself didn't really have that good of software, and there wasn't a lot of reason to pick it over an actual smartphone camera because it was just a camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of phones have much better ones. Plus the thing costs $2,000. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, they didn't, yeah. that wasn't like their best idea, but they're going to kind of take what they learned with that and potentially put it into a phone. Um, and, uh, this is, uh, the article referred to a, uh, camera arms race that's kind of going on between phone manufacturers right now. Cause there's actually two devices, um, that they listed that already have four camera lenses, which I didn't realize okay, was a thing. I, I didn't know either. And apparently LG is coming up with one called the V40 that is has five lenses between both the front and rear cameras. So you're, you're, just you're giving a phone? me a puzzled look right now, and is I can understand. Is this just a phone where the entire back of it is camera lenses? Or like I mean, what? They didn't have a picture of it. Work? So I uh, well, they had a picture in the in the uh, in the article, but I wasn't sure if it was like real or photoshopped because it was literally like one. A uh, camera lens in the middle with like eight in a circle around it. <laughs> it just seems like overkill. Like, so I wasn't why? sure if that was a joke or not. I, um, I do need this. But apparently they're going to be announcing it uh, later this year, so it won't be that long before we can find out why. <laughs> <laughs> why would one need this? Like, who knows? Know. Maybe it takes really, really good pictures. And then, I mean, maybe if that's their goal. Yeah, I guess. It's just like, it seems like smartphone cameras are so good already. It I just, know. It just seems like a lot. 
which is mostly why yeah. I picked the article because I thought it was. It, it, it is. It, it is absurd. slightly puzzling. You know what this reminds me of is my family. We used to joke about um, <laughs> razor ads. You know how they kept like adding blades, and like yeah. one day it was just going to be like <laughs> fifteen blades. Like you're just like, oh, I'm getting a really close shave. The article actually made a joke like that. It's like oh, really? we're, we're going for nine blades now. <laughs> oh, they did. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they're on the same. Like, yes, that's exactly on the what same I wavelength. was thinking. Just like it's a little. Okay, let's take a step back. We'd probably. Don't <laughs> it's need- like wait a second. <laughs> I don't know if we really need sixteen camera lenses, but hey, I'm willing to see what they say about it and yeah, potentially I mean, try it out. Maybe that's the new thing. Maybe it's a new technology that you just requires a different number of lenses. I mean, the th- I think the thing with the with the like the portrait mode in current cameras that have the two lenses is like one is able to focus. They're each able to focus on different yeah. different depths. So the more you have, theoretically, the more like layers of depth you can like recognize. Yeah, and that does make sense. I guess yeah. now, like when you put it that way, I guess I'm not a camera you could scientist. Layer the, so I yeah, don't. I I'm not either. I don't really know anything about advanced photography. So. Yeah. I probably don't know what I'm talking about, but maybe you could make a portrait with really, really cool like layering of yeah the background and the foreground <laughs> <laughs> and sixteen those, of those <laughs> and some mid some middle grounds yes yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I think if you take anything away from this, just remember that more megapixels is more megapixels. PSA no. from <laughs> news. More is more. Yep, remember that. Remember that, everyone. That was technology news. <laughs> okay, well, Anthony, guess what? My <laughs> next story, <laughs> also, I was going to call technology news, and it's also about phones. <laughs> different phone. A um, little different, though. It is now illegal to hold your mobile device while driving in Georgia. Hmm. Um, this is part of a sweeping, hands-free law that went to, into effect on Sunday. Reading from a phone or using it to record video is banned, too. Keep in mind also, I was reading this and there were several points when I was like, do people do this while driving? (laughs) But we can talk about that at the end. Um, It's also cell phone use is banned, including at stoplights. And Georgia is the 16th state to pass a law like this. So a lot of the states are now passing just like total ban laws where you can't be touching your device at all at any point while you're driving. So hands-free stuff is okay, but not like touching it. I think there's like at least a couple cities near us that have mm-hmm. like local ordinances. Yeah, it's like local. Yeah. So this is like a statewide mm-hmm. thing. Um, those caught breaking the rules, even tapping play on a Spotify playlist while not parked, face a $50 fine, which doubles upon their second offense. Um, and the law is meant to curtail driving fatalities in the state. And they said, nobody's trying to keep people from listening to music. We're trying to keep people from making videos of themselves driving at high rates of speed, or taking selfies while going down the road. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Drivers can no longer have phones touching any part of their body while talking through devices, the safety officer stated. Reading emails, social media posts, and text messages are banned, as well as writing any such content. While recording videos while driving, a a practice frequently seen on social media is banned, dash cams are okay. And while watching or reading anything on a phone falls under the ban, an exception was made for navigational services like Google Maps. More exceptions exist for the use of phones to report emergencies, crimes, traffic, etc. So there's exceptions for like if you're reporting an emergency or if it's part of your job or something like that. Um, But yeah, so they made this law after um, they had previously 
made a law banning texting while driving, um, but critics called it largely unenforceable because dialing calls was still allowed and you couldn't really tell the difference what the person was doing. Yeah. Um, so that's that article. So I read this, uh-huh. and then I was like, wait, is this an actual... Do people actually do this stuff? Like, people are like... Especially the recording filming videos. Filming themselves like, while driving. And then I went and I read a bunch of other things, and it's true. There are a lot of accidents that are caused by people either watching videos while they are driving, like live streaming stuff, like live streaming sports games, or like watching YouTube, or like doing that while they are driving. Or they're like filming themselves and like Snapchatting and stuff, like doing social media stuff, like posting so things on social media while they are driving. Like, I think the most I've ever seen is somebody recording like a song that was playing on the radio on Snapchat. So okay. they like had their phone pointed at the radio and were like recording it, which is like still not great, but yeah. No. Watching, well, actually watching videos. I've was one time I was in like a Lyft or an Uber. I don't remember which, so they can still be a future sponsor, but uh, <laughs> like the driver had TVs on the backs of the seats, but also one in the front, like, in like oh, on like the, the center console or in the like oh, in, in the, the middle. Oh, so like he started playing a video while we were like in the car, and it was like this random like sketch comedy show or something. So it was it was entertaining, but like I kept catching him like looking down at it, and I'm like, dude, I appreciate the sentiment. That's like really uncomfortable having other people. Yeah, and like he was swerving and stuff. <laughs> like it was. I felt very unsafe on that ride. Um that was either Lyft or Uber. I'm not sure which again. So, one of them. One of them. <laughs> but, um, uh, well, I, I'm sure that doesn't represent. I, I've never had an experience like that. Yeah. With someone driving. That's the only. And I don't. Yeah. yeah, I was just surprised that this seems to be a widespread problem that people are doing this. Like, it's not just. I thought it was just a texting thing. You know, I know that people. Oh, yeah. People text and drive, and it's very bad. Definitely a problem. I did not know that it had escalated to this. Like, people are watching videos. <laughs> they're like. FaceTiming yeah, while driving. Like, like, there's don't all do these examples of people that why have would got, you? Mm. Why would you FaceTime during driving? Like, there's you can talk on the phone. Like, that's... Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> just... They don't need to see you. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was a little bit just bewildered by that. Like, I didn't realize. But anyway, a lot of states are now enacting these, like, just total phone-touching <laughs> bans, yeah. basically. So it's like, if you have a hands-free system or whatever, that's fine. Right, but you just which a lot of things do now. So. Like, if an officer sees you holding a cell phone while you're driving, they can pull you over and fine yeah. you, basically. Makes sense. I'm like, it does make sense. Yeah. Stop watching videos, people. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> that's so dangerous. That's so dangerous. Like, that's not even funny. That's just like, yeah. stop. PSA. From I'm, laughing, I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I know, I know. So <laughs> I, I didn't mean it. <laughs> I'm clearly laughing also. Just like, I'm just bewildered by it, but yeah. Yeah. What are you people doing? Don't do this. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Okay. Thank you, Alex. That's my <laughs> my scolding voice. <laughs> well, if that doesn't get people to stop, I don't know what will. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, uh, the last story I brought with me is Space News. And it's an update on a previous story. Ooh. Um, the Opportunity Mars rover uh, <gasps> is still silent beneath oh. uh, the raging dust storm. Yeah, sorry. It's not a happy... Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> It's not necessarily a happy story, but it's not necessarily bad either. Okay. Um, it's more of a Schrodinger's box sort of situation in that we don't really know Whoa. if it's alive or dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> oh. 
The uh, Opportunity to Mars rover uh, remains silent as a giant dust storm continues to swirl on Mars. Uh, the storm began on May 30th and has since grown to cover the entire planet uh, within the past, within a, like a couple weeks of its starting. Whoa. And it's still going at full force, um, even now. Uh, Opportunity hasn't sent a photo back to Earth since June 10th. Um, so as of recording, that's like just under a month ago and uh without with so much dust in the air the solar powered ro- rover hasn't been able to recharge its batteries and has entered a low power mode where the rover wakes up checks its power and if it's too low it just goes back to sleep again so pretty much like at, at once every uh martian day it like checks if it's cool to get back up and it if it's not then it goes back to sleep okay um at some point once the storm starts to subside opportunity should wake up uh, decide it has enough power and transmit a signal um, to indicate that it's awake and okay, but it's going back to sleep. <laughs> so for for <laughs> okay. a while, it's going to continue sleeping, but hopefully we'll get we'll start getting signals from it. This hasn't happened yet, um, and since the storm is still going at full force, the scientists aren't really sure when uh, we'll start hearing from it again. But they said they're pretty confident that it'll still make it through this, um, though they didn't say why they're confident. So. <laughs> Take that, as, take that as you will. <laughs> oh, I hope it makes it through. I know. Come on, little guy. Oh, we're all so rooting, suspenseful. We're all rooting for you. Yeah, I just wanted to give everyone oh. an update because uh, I remember that yeah. story ended on kind of a, it was kind of a downer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, scientists are still wow. pulling for it. And uh, it's already managed to survive for 14 yeah, years now. That's already crazy. And you know what else is crazy? The storm is covering the entire planet. And still going for wow. like a month now. Yeah, that's about, that's, that's, that's crazy. crazy. That's really crazy. Like Can you just, imagine if just, the Earth had worldwide storms? Just what like that would be like? Just like a dust, like constant dust storm. Like it's something out of Mad Max. Yeah. Like that one scene just all the time. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Sounds spooky. I don't like it. For a month. A month long. Yeah. The world st- would fall into chaos. <laughs> and still no sign of it ending, which... Like, I just don't yeah. even know how that happens. Like, you'd think there'd be, like... A, I guess there's not a finite amount of wind energy. That's definitely not a thing. But, no, uh, and I wonder if it's, like, a climate thing. Like, right. we have different climates. Does Mars have different climates? I'm not sure. Maybe it's just all the same. Maybe it has something to do with that. At, very, yeah. at a very simplistic level from someone who does not understand <laughs> advanced weather patterns. Don't add Maybe us Neil deGrasse Tyson. That, yeah, don't add us Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> I don't know about advanced weather <laughs> physics and and science and stuff, but um, maybe just because it's like all, you know, because here there's certain parts of the world that have certain types of storms, right? Right. So I figure if the whole planet is kind of one yeah, one big orange dusty big, ball. Yeah, then it kind of makes sense that it could all be in one storm. Yeah, I just yeah, I just wonder what leads to it stopping now that it's going. I don't know. Maybe it'll become like Jupiter, which yeah. has a storm that just keeps going on. Yeah, on or, or Venus, which I think we talked about um, a few episodes ago. Oh yeah, planets are cool. Planets are cool. So is space. Yes, space and planets space is are really cool. cool. <laughs> Or bears. <laughs> yes. <laughs> bears in space. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere is safe, people. <laughs> space bears. 
I'm just picturing a bear yes. floating through space, like sipping on a margarita. Yes. Living the life. Oh, I want to yeah. draw a picture of that. It's, lo- it's a lovely thought. I also want you to draw a picture of that. <laughs> and post it on our social media accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll try. Okay. I'll try to do that. Please do. Okay. You've made a promise. I said I would try. <laughs> no guarantees. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> All right. Is it time for... It's time for... Breaking, breaking news. news. The part of the show where Anthony and I look online and find random news stories that just happened today or were just posted today, and we read them to you on the fly. Ready, set, Go! go. All right, I found this on BBC. Um, Sony posts whole movie on YouTube in trailers, please. (laughs) (laughs) This is um, just just posted today. Um, It says thousands of people watched a film posted in its entirety to YouTube by its U.S. distributor before the apparent mistake was tackled. (laughs) Sony Pictures Entertainment had labeled the video as being a trailer for the movie Kali the Killer. I've never heard of it. Never heard of it. Uh, But its 90-minute duration acted as a giveaway that the upload contained more than just highlights from the film. (laughs) The video was wiped after being online for more than six hours, <laughs> but not before news of its availability had spread. Yeah. Uh, which <laughs> means that's all over the internet Yeah, now. <laughs> right. Um, CBR.com, which seems to have been the first news site to report the discovery, described it as an epic mistake. Uh, <laughs> members of the public also made fun of the find via social media. Sony has not responded to the BBC's request for comment, and it goes on to say that some members of a Reddit discussion are questioning whether the accident was in fact a publicity stunt um, because the film had not really attracted much attention in the U.S. Given I'd never heard of it, maybe Um, that is the case. What a weird choice, though. (laughs) This is not the first time Sony has made such a mistake. In 2014, the company posted a much higher profile film, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, to its South Korea YouTube account. (laughs) How specific. (laughs) So, I don't know, whoever's in charge of the posting stuff to YouTube, they need to be uh, just, uh, replaced, yeah, probably. Need, or at least get their act together, <laughs> jeez. Wow. Yeah, yeah I'm that, sure as soon as somebody bad. saw that it was 90 minutes long, they immediately downloaded it. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> mm. If it was a marketing st- If it was a marketing stunt, that was not a good choice, because now nobody's going to go actually pay to see them. <laughs> right. Especially, honestly, if it was a marketing stunt, I could see them leaving it up for like a few minutes. Right. Kind of deal, but six yeah. hours? No. Nope. That was a real mistake. Yep. That was bad. Yeah. Amateur hour over at Sony. <laughs> Oops. Oh, well. Okay. That was my story. Okay. Uh, my story is from the National Post, and uh, the headline is, Coffee drinkers are more likely to live longer, according to a study of half a million people. Ooh. So that's a pretty good sample size. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they studied about half a million adults in the UK. Uh, and it found that people who drink coffee, even as much as eight or more cups per day, enjoy these longevity benefits. Uh, it, like, wow. The, the article pretty much, the article goes into detail, but the 
gist of it is, is that no matter how you drink coffee, whether it's like instant coffee, decaf, caffeinated, not or not, like everyone experienced a roughly, uh, I think it was 12% lower risk of death compared to people who don't drink coffee. Wow. But they didn't define what that means. I guess like as you get older, your risk of death increases and this must push it off or something. I'm um, thinking about this. I guess so, because they're just including all causes of death, right? Yeah. So they, they're not linking it to any specific No, they didn't thing. link it to any. They literally said lower risk of death, which is a good thing to have a low risk for. <laughs> I'd say so, yeah. But I guess by... Well, on I the mean, contrary, then, I'm at a higher risk of death because I don't drink coffee. <laughs> you should drink coffee. Well, no. I, Apparently. I ugh, I'd rather die younger. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you hate coffee that much? I didn't know this. I don't know. I didn't Ugh. know this. It's gross. I, like, I love coffee. I'm a, I'm a tea drinker. We're total opposites then yeah. because I drink coffee all day, every day, pretty okay. much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's something in tea that'll help me. That's about all I can Yeah. All I can do, though. So, yeah, I don't like coffee. I like the smell That's of it. That's fine. I like the smell of it, and I like it when it's like, I like mocha-flavored things. Okay. But... Basically, no, I'd prob- I, mean, I would probably like Not coffee everyone... if it was mostly creamer and sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm interested to see if any more studies about coffee come out because I feel like that's been a, I don't know, a hot topic in science recently. Of like, yeah, coffee well, they, is it good or is it bad? Like, they also cited a California study that said coffee doesn't pose a cancer risk, which there oh, had apparently been because, concern of before. Yes. So it sounds like it's just all good for you. Even if you drink too much of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that surprised me because I've definitely heard like, oh, you should stick to this. But I don't Mm -hmm. know what is the scientific basis for that. So this sounds like a good study, though. I mean, they had a lot of data. So yeah, I know. I thought it would be a a way to end on a high note. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, that's our show, I guess. (laughs) 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 Thanks for listening. The links to this week's stories will be posted in the episode description, and we release episodes every Friday. You can find those episodes on uh, Apple Podcasts, the new Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, pretty much everywhere. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter at, at News and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash News. And if you like our show, please subscribe if you haven't already. It really helps us. And also, uh, please leave a review. We love reading your reviews. Yes, we do. We do read them. So (laughs) thank you for those of you that have left us a review so far. And yeah, we'll uh, see you next week. Bye. Bye.